Once again, you already know what it is and you already know where you have reached the number one collaborative professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. Yes, I said it anywhere in the world, anywhere on earth, bro. I'm telling you that right here and now. My name is Sean Hubbard representing Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. His name is Conrad Cushman representing everything pro wrestling collectively. We are Clash of the Podcast. We're going to get into some very controversial stuff tonight. I'm really going to bring the heat. A lot of even late developments going on right now, man. So get fired up, get geared up, because we are coming at you in less than 30 seconds. You know what it is already, Conrad. Drop that thing. Good, everybody. This is episode 33 of Clash of the Podcast. It is a lovely one. Uh, Lots to get into, lots to talk about. Give some shout outs to everybody who is here early. Much appreciate all of you. Uh, we got Joel in the house. He said, let's go. What up, though? What up, though? J.A., what up? Look at him. Sorry I missed last week. Don't be sorry. You're here now. That's all that matters. Sir Quill says, what a dudo. Conrad, Sean in the chat. I'm ready for the best part of my Monday evening. Yet again, another fire episode of Clash of the Podcast. Salute, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Salute right back. Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Quills. BJ, happy start of the week to all of you. I hope good energy and good ideas to come your way as it progresses. Like much that. love. I like that. Ed Fry's in the chat. What is up, Ed? Appreciate you, fam. Appreciate you coming on in. Matt Lopez says, hello. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I'm Lizzie for Sheezy. What up, though? Doug in the house with the hey, yo. Positively E. You know E coming in here. What up, though? What is good? Jocelyn watching on Twitch. What is up? Appreciate you. D comes in with yo, yo, yo. My guy, Hubs. Derek, my, my brother. How you doing? Oh, Joel said a lot to talk, a lot, a lot to talk about. I don't know what's happening. It's like the world is spinning backwards, bro. It's nuts. Where do we begin, bro? Let's get some levity out the way. Some levity that's actually serious at the same time. Okay. Something I texted you about last week. I'm still furious about it. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. We're going to get to some much more deep issues, guys, but... Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous, guys. Now, and I really need you guys to tell me the truth. Why is she smiling so much? It's getting embarrassing at this point. It's like you slap her in the face and she smiles. She's like a she's an idiot. Like I am so disgusted. And that celebration ceremony. Where they were basically like, I love you. No, I love you. No, I love you. No, I love you. I love throwing you around. I love using you as a weapon. I love being used as a weapon. Shut up! Okay, I'm, I'm done. 
I got nothing. I got nothing. That is uh Sean for for all of that. That's that's what you're getting into tonight with a lot of this. Um two blubbering idiots and Liv is starting to get just as bad as her. I love you. Oh, thank you for picking me up and using me as a weapon. I love being used as a weapon. It's uh you know it's bad when Corey Graves is calling out the women's tag division. It's uh yeah. Yeah, Ed Ed responded because Vince tells him that when they smile, it makes everyone smile. Disgusting. Apparently not, Sean. Raquel needs to stop smiling. We need heal Raquel. But on a side note, I love Liv Morgan. Uh, She's a smiler. I don't know. I agree with you, Sean. She needs to stop smiling. It's like these massive cheese smiles every single week. Every single week, where is the woman that threw people through tables in NXT? Who, where is the woman that was backing up Dakota Kai? Where is Big Mama Cool? I need she could be WWE, <laughs> she could be women's champion on either show if she just stopped freaking smiling all the time. I mean, she really is smiling and kissing babies. And by the way, that whole like little back pose she does, it doesn't work when you smile, you freaking idiot. I mean, she looks like a complete goofball. Her style, I don't care if she's tag champion. I don't care. She needs to stop smiling because it's really ridiculous. Like she, it's it's comically bad. Let me Let me try to add some difference on this. I do think she has a very nice smile, number one. She has a beautiful smile, but that. I, but there better be a part two to your point, Conrad. There's good. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. <laughs> she has a very nice smile, a beautiful smile. Some would say. Uh, I think Raquel is just not being presented the right way. I think she was presented way better in NXT than she has been on the main roster. She just looks like a tag along on the main roster, mm. and it's just not working. And I think WWE's problem for a long time has been how do you book people in the middle of the card. Anybody can book someone to be a jabron. Okay, that's not a hard part. It's how do you book the the middle section of your card? And I think the women's division is especially suffering from that. Like they have no clue what what to do at this point. No clue. Oh, strong point as usual, my brother. But that's it. That that was going to be a five minute piece, and we're at four minutes and fifty five seconds. So um, that was all that was for. I just I need her to be better, and being better really doesn't take much for her because she's an outstanding athlete. All she needs to do is stop being a smiling, smiling goofball. You know, I, I and you're right. Who, who said that? Um, shout out to Ed Fries. Yes. Or Ed Free. I don't know. I don't want to mess it up. Ed Fries. Ed Fries, I believe. Um, it, it is being told to her from the back. And it's just another example of how pathetic the writing has been. But we'll, we'll move on. Right. Uh, McKinney in the house. I'm here to talk wrestling and let you know that orange is the only fruit that tells you what color it is. Oh, Let's go. I like that. Uh, Ed says that you're not wrong. Jocelyn coming in with a woman's perspective and says that women need to smile more is the worst thing to say to me. Oh, okay. I can dig that. Right. Raquel got diluted to a random generic baby face. Sadly, uh, is live now sucks. Uh, gotta show them nuggets off. I wonder every time Raquel smile, a little part of the soul dies. <laughs> it does not, but a little part of Raquel's career dies. Yes. Um, and Jocelyn corrected it. Women being told to, they need to smile more is the worst. Women being told they need to smile more. Yes, so we're on the same page. But yes, there's a lot more important stuff to talk about tonight, brother. 
yeah let's uh let's get into it let's get into it shall we yes yes sean i i kind of want you to start this because you know where i stand mm-hmm. and you can say whatever you want i i can see some people in the chat are going to fully agree some people are going to be like this dude is a cm punk mark Whatever term you want to use, this dude is a CM Punk fanboy. I don't want to hear it. But this is it. Like, I want to have one last serious conversation with, like, everybody this week about this. Yes. Because to this week, I'm ready. I got the smoke EPW for everybody. After- and the proof is in the pudding. And I got it this week. EPW after AEW every Wednesday night right here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, but, yes, we got to get to it. We got to get to it. And I want to talk about this whole thing, the CM Punk drama and AEW collision. Number one, AEW is rumored to be getting a new show, according to Andrew Zarian of Mat Men. Shout out to Andrew Zarian. Nice hair, by the way. Uh, Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men podcast was first told AEW collision was created as a C-level AEW show, uh, just more All Elite Wrestling weekly content. That has now changed. It is now an A show. Zarian says CM Punk is coming back. No maybes, it's happening. Uh, apparently Warner Brothers Discovery knows about this. The executives over there are excited about this. It is going to be a two-hour show from now on AEW Collision on Saturdays from 8 to 10. Starting to mid to late June, it'll most likely be on the TNT network. That's what we know about this now. And there's a rumor of a soft... I'm, I'm using air quotes with this soft brand split for this. What do you think, Sean? Another wrestling show for people to watch. Well, I mean, since you brought that part up, n- never a problem with that. That that's totally fine. You know, making a new show as long as it's it ties into what you're doing. As long as it's not overkill, to which case I don't think it would be overkill right now. Who knows what it'll be six months from now? But I'm fine with that. But um, what's the laugh for? Uh, uh-uh, no, nah, no, nah, he ain't getting away tonight. I got you tonight, brother. What was the? You got five minutes with Bonesaw. Oh yeah, Spider Man fans, you know what I'm talking about. But what? What was the laugh for? All these accommodations, all these accommodations. Well, let me say this: If Warner wanted that show, that show is gonna happen. Tony, like, if you're Vince McMahon, listen, we got three hours of Raw because they put some money there that he couldn't refuse anymore. So, so allegedly, Vince turned down three hours of Raw for years. Like, no, I don't want to do three hours. I don't like doing three hours. But when the money gets so higher, you're trying to appease for a new television deal of your Tony Khan. Yeah, sure, sure. You 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 don't have a choice really because that those that's who you answer to. All these accommodations for this man, I I I don't understand how or why. Let me let me get it out first. Positively, I see you. I don't care who who you have a problem with in the locker room. I don't care who you have issues with. This is my show. I am sick and tired of this narrative that you have to make these special accommodations for these spoiled 
over-the-top, arrogant jerks. And I, and I said that with an S on the end, plural. It is not just CM Punk. It is not just the elite. It is many of them. It's Jericho. It's Adam Page. It, the list goes with the Bucks. It's Omega. It's Punk. Stop making special accommodations because these grown men can't figure out how to be professional when they're making millions of dollars. I'm sick of it. I am sick and tired of these grown babies being coddled and given baby food week after week, month after month, because they can't get along. Now, am I saying this new show is just because of that? No. But this brand split, oh, all the stories I've been reading, this significantly has something to do with the backstage stuff that's going on. Significantly. And I'm sure you've, and you've read the same thing. It has a significant part to do with the brand, the possible brand split. Who do you think you are? You are an employee in a company. Now, I don't know if it's CM Punk lobbying for this. I don't know if it's the elite lobbying for this. But do you know who the biggest person I have a problem with is? Oh, I already know. You've said it before. It's Tony Khan. Tony Khan is the problem. Take control of your damn company. That's as far as I'm going to go with the profanity. That Take control of your damn company. Be a man. And stop letting the inmates run the asylum. It's ridiculous, and it's making you, Tony Khan, look weak. You are literally going to adjust your whole roster and your roster's television time because two or four or six of your talent can't get along. Grow up and be a man. I'm done for now. Listen, I also get that Tony's not Vince. I know people are used to a leader being Vince. Vince McMahon is a dominating. I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, bro. I, I mean no disrespect to you. You know that. Positively, I'm calling you. I'm not. I'm not taking both sides of nothing. I'm not taking both sides of nothing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm saying that I've said that from the start. When have I ever said it was all CM Punk's fault? I've never said it was all CM Punk's fault. I said CM Punk is an arrogant jerk. I said the elite are arrogant jerks. When have I ever wavered from that, Conrad? Never. Never. Both sides are the problem. The problem is when you have a company where you have inmates that are having a problem, you don't let them run the asylum. At well, the end of the, go ahead, though. Let's get into the nooks and crannies of it. Um, but I wanted to say this real quick about Vince and Tony, though. There is a difference in how you have to lead things and how you, in certain situations, you want to be a Vince. Like this situation, you would want someone to be dominating, coming in, taking over. Tony is not that guy. I can tell. I can just tell by how he reacts. He doesn't enjoy the spotlight being on him. You could tell he's nervous when he speaks, when he's got a microphone in his hand. 
Is Tony handling it the best way he can? We don't know all. This is the other thing with this. We don't know everything. I don't know what went on backstage. There have been rumors that things have happened. They tried to have conversations. It wasn't like Tony didn't try, but the resolution wasn't felt amongst everybody. So obviously the job was not well done. Getting into a lot of this, and and you're going to get a lot of differing opinions on this, Sean. I'm telling you, the chat's going to be split. It's going to be a lot of, this is what I think, this is what other people think when it comes to this. You know me personally. Look at my face. I'm pissed. I don't like this at all. What what's going on with that company? I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. It's 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 a slap in the face to professional wrestling. I get it. I get it. Now, going back to where how this all started, it, it all started with that hangman page promo for where fans started to realize something's wrong, something's up here. Uh the alleged rumors of CM Punk getting Colt Cabana moved out, which Tony Khan has since denied. And we could get into all of this. But this has then spiraled since the Instagram post of the story. And then it went down. And we found out about the AEW playbook. And they're not allowed to talk bad about fellow teammates or roster members. You could tell they probably copy and paste it from the NFL. But you could tell what this is supposed to be. And CM Punk has been in the mix of all of this. And throughout all of this, uh, things are starting to come out. People are talking. But I will say, Sean, recently, Pepsi Phil's been pretty quiet for the last week or two. Hasn't yeah. said he's been yeah. quiet. And this is when things start getting muddied a little bit. And, chat, I see a bunch of them coming up. I'm going to try to go to you guys. I promise. This is going to be a long conversation. With CM Punk, the waters have been muddied. Uh, once again, it seems like anytime Punk is quiet, Punk Punk had that Fightful Select story come out. CM Punk has stated, Sean, I don't know if you know this, that he is willing to work with them. He said, yes, I'll have a conversation with you. I want to work with you. He has presented scenarios where he does work with them, and he's presented scenarios where he doesn't work with them and what they could do. So Punk has come in. He's spoken to whoever he needs to about this, and he has tried, and he has pitched a match, I guess, for All In. And even FTR, uh, FTR Ball, as some call him, Dax Harwood, has even put it on his podcast at All In. He wants the match, the, the trios match. He said, can we get it? Can we book it? Like, for the sake of professional wrestling, people want that. This is your biggest show. We talked about this last week. How, how many people did we say? You probably won't get 90 in there because of the stage, but, like. You 70 was a big benchmark, and if you can go for 75, go for it. I say swing for the fences, sell it out. Yeah. Get as many people in there as you can is the goal. How do you do that though, bro? Is it with is it is it without this match? If this is the hottest match you can do, does it work without it? No, it doesn't. But at the end of the day, though, you have to be professional. And I and I feel like and, and I, I think people are prisoners of the moment. Um yeah, CM Punk has conducted himself rather quietly and rather humbly over the last what? Couple of weeks, we'll say two weeks. Okay, so let's 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 take a deep breath here and let's 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 cool out and not act like CM Punk has been an exemplary employee. Okay, that's number one. Let's do that. Okay, like take it easy. That's number one. Okay, oh, I'm, Sean, <laughs> I'm, I just want people to know evidence is about to be presented. Though, watch things from both sides, and you might be missing some things. All right, and that happened. And on the other, and neither have the elite either. You know what I'm saying? They they both have been both sides have been completely and totally unprofessional. 
And at the end of the day, Tony Khan needs to take control. Like, yes, you do have a big match feel coming up for All In. It's the biggest show in the company's history. But at the end of the day, bro, you're not going to come in and tell me what I'm going to do in my company. And I and do I and do I put it past CM Punk behind the scenes saying, "Yo, Tony, you better figure this out, or I'm not coming back." Please, please. Uh, you know, it's like people forget that CM Punk has a massively bad history as it relates to relations between him and ownership. Some valid, some not. Is CM Punk always wrong? No. But is people that talk against CM Punk always wrong? No. Everybody wants to jump on the CM Punk bandwagon like he's the second coming. He's a human being. He makes mistakes. But I'm not, and I'm not condemning him for making mistakes. But why are we acting like he doesn't make mistakes? Why are we acting like he hasn't been unprofessional on many occasions? So I have no problem with referring back to Punk. I'm referring to all of them. CM Punk in this particular instance, but all of them. They're all entitled. I've never seen such entitlement in the workplace in my life, bro. This is out. This is outrageous. This is outrageous. You're t you you fight backstage. You're an EVP. You're an EVP. Conduct yourself as such. How can I even respect you as EVPs when you're sitting up here fighting backstage? How can I respect you as a world champion when you're talking crap during during um press conferences? It's on both sides. And, 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 and Tony Khan sitting here with his hands folded like and giving everybody hugs. It's not it's not good. It's not good. And uh, Paladin, I want to go back to your comment, uh, said, don't want to flood the market with lower tier product either. Rampage. I will not say that word. Uh, just in case it's banned on YouTube, uh, is basically not good, we'll say. Uh, it should be fixed before adding a new wrestling show. There's nothing to fix with Rampage. It's on at a Friday night at 10 o'clock. Sean, if you could go out clubbing at Friday night at 10 o'clock, would you rather be doing that than watching wrestling? It's Friday. You're, you, you go to adults. Adults are out doing things on Friday. After work, that's the last thing that they're trying to do is like get home to watch appointment television. It's not right. a good night for it. Um, maybe collision will be better. Maybe Saturday, eight to 10. You're also going to be competing with WWE shows. And let me say this. If you think, and I'm talking to Tony Khan or whomever management, please listen to me. If you think that they're never going to intersect again, how are you going to do pay-per-views? How are you going to, it's going to happen. You might as well just push them in the room together and say, let's make it happen. Now what's going to happen. Get it out your system because it's going to happen. They're going to have to uh, get into it with each other or get let it all out, whatever the situation may be. You're going to have to talk about some of this. And I want to get to uh, what some of the people are saying. Eric Douglas said, Conrad, I love you, but I can't with punk anymore. Matt Lopez said, Collision went from a version of Saturday Night to the version of Thunder. I don't know if that means good or whatnot. It, it definitely uh, means bad is what you're trying to say. Definitely means bad. Thunder, Thunder was all bad. Thunder was horrible. Uh, Jasa said, "I want to support all things AEW." I want to too, but they're making it very difficult. Uh, do you guys have ROH Honor Club? I do not. I can't see myself spending ten dollars, and I don't get the pay per views. Like I was just like, "Nah, that ain't it for me." Uh, is CM Punk really worth all this drama and shenanigans? I mean, thank you. That, that's all I've been saying this whole time. It's like, 
I'm not saying CM Punk is wrong about everything, but good Lord, like, is it really worth this? Like, please. It's like AEW is going to go out of business if they don't get CM Punk back. Matter of fact, let's hold on a second. Conrad, is AEW going to fail if CM Punk doesn't come back? No, they'll be they'll be okay. So come yeah. on, time out though. Time out. Hold on. But you got Eric Bischoff out here saying, you know what I would do? And I just saw this today. And whoever sent this to me, they knew because I definitely have Eric Bischoff like his name muted, so I don't see anything from him anymore because he pisses me off really bad. Eric Bischoff said he would keep Punk off the show on purpose to show that they can draw without him. If you have him in the fold, you put him on TV. That's stupid, right? That's stupid. And right. he said, and, and then he said, you know who he book him against? CM Punk Goldberg. Who that's, wants to see yeah. that? Is someone who wants to see that? That's dumb. And I hope. And listen, everybody who's in the chat that's against me about this punk thing, stick around. I promise you, because I want to hear how you defend some of this other stuff. I'm going to show you. AEW supposedly coming out with another show on Saturday. Well, they won't be competing with any other wrestling shows that day. But you got UFC coming out and the WWE pay-per-views that day. And UFC never diverts. UFC is always on Saturday. Yeah. How are other workers going to stay well? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like the, the locker room is split, which is another bad thing. Uh, Paladin says, Punk is a cancer. People don't want to work with him. He isn't worth the trouble. TK should fire him. You're going to fire millions but what i'm saying is sean you just told tony flush five mil flush it i'm not, I'm not i want to i don't want to mispronounce the name help me out i said paladin i believe paladin respect i wouldn't fire him but i would make it very i'm agreeing with 80 percent of what you said in this in this comment i wouldn't fire him because you're kind of cutting off your nose despite your face but for the love of god it needs to be known that this behavior is not going to be tolerated and, it's and not Sean, tolerated. For God, this is a business. This is not your house. Time out, though. You got to remember, too, if the EVPs and all of them are saying we should get rid of him, because I'm sure they at least have to have a conversation about who's on the roster. Yeah. yeah. Turn around and then say, oh, by the way, I want to raise. Or no, huh? no, no. You You're just making me flush five mil. I'm not giving you jack. <laughs> like, you make a very good point on that one. You make a good point on that one. I'm just, just trying to say it out there. No, 100%. 100%. I'm just trying to say, though, that's a very good comment by Paladin because that, that's the – I mean, and, and it goes across the board. And, no, I'm not playing both sides. Both sides are wrong. I'm calling both sides out for being wrong. And you're not going to come into my – oh, I don't understand why what I'm if, if what I'm saying is not resonating or, like, Clearly, some of the chat feels me. Clearly, some of the chat doesn't. It's going to be that way for both of us. That's I, I went in knowing this, though. You're not going to come in here and tell me what I'm going to do with my... Co- Who the hell do you think you are? Who the hell do you think you are? I mean, I'm serious, bro. I know that's one of my lines, so you, you kind of get a kick out of that. But I'm serious. Who the hell do you think you are coming in here telling me what I'm going to do with my company? You're fighting. You're being insubordinate. Good Lord. I mean, this is out of control. But but let's also remember this. This isn't just a thing for, for CM Punk and the elite. Sammy Guevara has been in two skirmishes. Yeah, um, with Andrade and Eddie Kingston. Um, Eddie King, I was say, right, right. 
so we have stuff with that. We got Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. As much as you can get mad, snap here, snap there. It's going both ways. It's the exact same thing, but this isn't getting as much traction. You know why? Star power is what I'm alluding this to. It's because Punk's the bigger star. His name will get more clicks. Let's bring him up all the time versus the other people. This is a company problem. This isn't just a, a CM Punk problem. Who's in charge? Uh, Punk proved his haters right. Mm, okay. Uh, why did Cody leave? They'll never speak about it, it seems like. I don't think we'll ever know the true reason from Cody's mouth, but I've heard others say it had to do with the other EVPs. There was an issue or something going on. There isn't control backstage. It's all Tony, and AEW is a crumbling, not so much infrastructure. I hear you. Uh, J.A., I, I, I'm not disagreeing with... AEW's been all over the place. I'm just trying to find some uh, comments here that we can get back up on here. Uh, they're not going to do it. Uh, if they are owed, the Bucks must pay what they owe, <laughs> Derek says. Uh, they are allowed to use RON. Punk is a rating. I think that's supposed to be draw. Punk is a ratings draw. But yeah, when I people agree. say that he's not, I don't agree with that which either. Is why, which is why I'm not an idiot, and I'm saying bring him back. But you need to bring him back as long as everything's okay. And, oh, oh, McKinney, I'm glad you brought that up. Hold on, I'm going to get to you. Uh, I read earlier there were sold on Friday for SummerSlam, bunch of dummies not getting it on the pre-sale. <laughs> Doug talked about tickets because they brought it up. 50K pre-order without Punk. McKinney, you mean to tell me you don't think that part of the pre-order with the tickets has nothing to do with Punk? But you got to give McKinney credit for that. Like, McKinney's saying it's all speculation. Correct. But the speculation is selling the tickets, too. I'm no, I'm no, no, no. No, I, I totally definitely think that, Sean. I respect your opinion, but no, no. I totally. So how did, to let up. me ask you this. I, I'm going to end it right here. Mm-hmm. How did the, how did that second Rampage show sell out? Oh, they never said CM Punk was coming. No, I, I, you're right. You're right. But 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 I'm not going to sit up here and equate that to what's going on in in the UK. I think when I think this the the lore of Wembley Stadium is what's drawing people out there. You got. I mean, ninety percent of the tickets that have been sold are probably from locals. Yeah, and, and listen, it's I'm saying that it's not a fully don't say that punk has nothing to do with it. It does what, I'm, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say though is if AEW was having a show, I live in, in in upper upper Bronx area. So there's a place called Westchester County Center about 30 minutes from where I live. 30 minutes going this way is Westchester County Center, 30 minutes going that way is Madison Square Garden. My point is Westchester County Center is a much lower type of venue, but if AEW was bringing a skeleton crew to White Plains, New York, Uptown Bronx, I would go. So, you know, 90% of the people in, you know, in, in London, England are going to buy tickets. You can't just say, oh, it's because of CM Punk speculation. No, but I don't like people saying that it, CM Punk had nothing to do with those tickets selling. No, he does. He's part of it, too. His mm-hmm. name is creating buzz right now. And people are like, yo, CM Punk's going to be back before us. We're going to get a big punk match at this show. Let's go get tickets for it. Don't say that it's not. Like, there's no way. There's no way. way. The trios idea, hate it. What, of them facing off against each other? Hate it. Split the match up. Two big matches are better than one. I think you got to do it, though. Because I feel like the Bucks aren't going to want to lose that. The next match between them and FTR is like, this is who's better in the fans' eyes. Who's the better team? And they've been kind of ducking since they were kind of hot. I'm not going to front. You could have did that match. And they were like, ah, let's go do trios for a little while. 
Mm. Um, but I love everybody's given their uh, opinion here. This video game is a bigger risk for hurting AEW than CM Punk or the Elite. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Gomar says, yo, what's good, Gomar? I see you coming in here. Uh, Mr. Last Minute is due to a call. No, no, we're still in here, BJ. We're going in right now, just talking about it. Save the trios for All Out if there is an All Out. Mm. Next, at trios at All In and then split into singles for All Out. So he's oh, saying, I would, I would reverse it. You got to fill 90,000 people, brother. Yeah. Well, I think he's saying that then there's not stakes in a trios, but people will want to see it. And then maybe you can split the mat. I, I, I hear what he's saying. But listen, we're going to get back into this. I know we're talking a lot about CM Punk and people, people want to see this. But can, can I get into my evidence, sir? Can I get on my lawyer itch real quick? This is not my show. This is our show. I want you to I know. I'm just so sick of this crap. I listen, I just have to bring these up. This is why I want my one time. If you're in the chat, hit the like button, subscribe if you enjoy what we are talking about. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly's links are also in the description box. If you want to subscribe to his channel, hearing some elite boxing commentary, and he also talks mixed martial arts and all the best in combat sports. There's your free promo because now I got to get into the one that had me the most heated first. On. I want you to read this. Just read the article, then the quote tweet, please. Well, the, the article, the, <laughs> the headline reads, CM Punk is gaslighting AEW. And then someone gets it is the, is the, the quote at the top. I wish you would have said someone tweeted it because who is this guy? Brandon Cutler is a butt crumb. I know this dude is not talking about CM Punk. You weren't in the fight, number one. Number two, number two, all those people who said, oh, Dax is CM Punk's lapdog. What's he? What does he do? What? Sean, well, Sean, Sean, no, no, no. Sean, you are an executive at, you could pick Impact, WWE. Are you hiring Brandon Cutler? I am not. Didn't you get suspended for saying stupid stuff to Jim Ross? Yeah, he's, he's a goofball. No. This is what Tony, fire him. The only thing he does that is serviceable is record BTE. I'm sorry if you guys like him. He's only hired because he's the Bucks friend. I said it, dude. I'm not trying to diss this dude. He's probably a nice guy. He's probably got like a great family. But truth be told, man, truth be told, what does this dude truly do? What does he do? I'll wait. Chat, if you have something for me, tell me. What does Brandon Cutler offer that you don't have someone on the roster who can do it and do it better i'll wait i'll wait i'll give you i'll give you time this dude should never speak again ever ever i've always thought when you're lucky to have a job that you keep your mouth shut keep your head down and just do your job and you couldn't even protect your friends at that that night so what are you really worth it's okay though it's okay um, let me see. Uh, Chad Trader, thank you for joining us, Chad. I appreciate you, Chad, brother. Welcome, welcome. Uh, <laughs> someone said, Hub, you cover Johnny Boxing. Please stop calling that man that. <laughs> I listen as much as I love uh, the pugilist sweet science, I will never cover that hot garbage. That was terrible. All I heard was the brawl for all music when he knocked him out the ring because yeah, he looks he looked like he looked like Bart Gunn. John Hennigan, Bennett, Bennett, 
Butterbee next week. <laughs> uh, shut up, Cutler. Thank you. Uh, somebody said, what would Brett do? Oh, stick around till the end. You're going to hear about that, too. Oh sure, God. I'd hire him. I need a guy that can run and get my water. He's the water boy for the elite. Thank you. Yo, Brandon Cutler is speaking on this. Why? What has he done besides be the elite's personal jobber and personal scab? Wow. Cutler is the driver for the elite. Yeah, it's it's bad. I'm going to continue on, though, with the I don't know how to stop tweeting or shut up. Chris Jericho also quote tweeted today. Chris Jericho, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've always said that you'd be willing to work with everyone and always do what's right for business. People are foolish to suggest otherwise. TJ, shout out to the pro wrestling world. Uh, Chris Jericho said, not everyone. And this was the picture behind it. Yo, is it helping, Sean? So much pettiness, bro. It's like. Oh, and by the way. Yeah. I'm... Hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I don't think you remember when you tweeted this. Yeah. We got the receipts right here, buddy. You said it. Uh, here's another one. Chris Jericho said, they quote tweeted that. I don't play games, guys. And then he put uh, Sleepwalk My Life away, and he said, you want to F around? And do you notice the location? Oh, crap. Chicago, Illinois. Peep the game. Now, I'm going to be fair. Everybody knows. Everybody knows how much I love Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho needs to shut up and stop being a petty little child. That that's He's getting – it's like the whole, the whole company's out of control, Conrad. I agree. I agree. And John Moxley didn't help either when he did his stuff. I know that he thought, like, I'm just going to clear the air about this. You didn't help. And I actually thought Moxley in certain parts of it came off flexing very oddly. And I think he put bad ideas into people's heads when they have titles and they don't have contracts. I'll just go to WWE then. And now Tony's got to deal with those threats if he ever does it again. But that's on Tony for signing people or letting people hold titles who aren't under contract foolishness and when someone medusas or uh, alundra blazes you on tv or hits you with that lex luger on the other show don't be mad because it's gonna happen eventually i just don't know hold on time out ed said aw feels like wcw 2000 too far i don't think we i don't think we've reached that low yet <laughs> yeah yeah this is a different type of thing wcw 99 I feel like this is just, it's just drama filled. That's all it is. It's just drama, 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 drama. This is the stuff you should be putting on that all elite access show. So the drama doesn't just end there. Oh, by the way, today, guys, news came out. Do you know who wants to work with CM Punk first? Take a guess, Sean. What, what Adam, Adam Page? No. Oh, geez. Christopher Hogan. Brother, brother, brother. He is politicking with the best of them. I just saw someone change their uh, Facebook group page to Jericho over Hogan's head ripping the shirt because that is politics at its finest. That well, is Jericho ridiculous. If he, made a, if he made events that all in pay-per-view with CM Punk, that's going to be a huge payday. Jericho's always been about the bread. And I think oh, CM Punk is to a degree as well. But let's continue with these uh, these receipts. Uh, moving on, Brian Alvarez is the next one I'd like to get into. All right, so, so Brian, you know, Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer Live went off on AEW's Dax Harwood, 
with uh, the other day after Harmon went on a rant about Alvarez talking trash and others so-called wrestler, other so-called wrestling journalists taking sides when it comes to the backstage goings on in AEW. Alvarez stated that some of the news that they report on come directly from Dax's podcast or whatever he or whenever he writes an Instagram post about things going on backstage, he probably shouldn't be talking about. Alvarez says it's not his fault if he's reporting on things that Hardwood said and is citing direct quotes. And there's a lot of other juicy stories he knows that he hasn't reported on because he wants to be respectful to Hard Hardwood, uh, Hardwood uh, because he really likes him as a person. Why are they still commenting on this? They have a part in this. They probably don't want to admit to it, bro, but they definitely do. Dave Meltzer and all of them have only talked about how CM Punk should apologize. I'm not going to lie. Does CM Punk need to apologize? He's not 100%. 100%. What he did up there at that media scrum was uncalled for, and then the fighting and the drama brought to it unnecessary. He's not the only one. Punk has said he would. The elite, on the other hand, nah, fam. They're they're the ones that seem like they're arguing. I have not heard them once say that. And Meltzer finally said that Hangman started this. By the way, where is Hangman in all of this? He's just chilling. Shh. Yeah, you don't fine. see me over here. And you know who else? You know what else I want to say? We are fumbling the bag for Colt Cabana. Are you kidding me right now? Wrestling world, Colt, would you fumble the bag for Colt Cabana? I'm not fumbling 500k for Colt Cabana. There's no way you're about to tell me flush five mil for CM Punk and keep Colt around. Where's he been, by the way, Sean? Remember that big match? Colt Cabana's back, everyone. Punk kept him away. He ain't been around. Nope. Nope. Lies. 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 And I'm going to keep bringing it up. Lies. I I get it, man. Hey, what up? What the funk in the house? What is going on? What's up, everybody? Hit that like button. I appreciate that, fam. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Rob says, I'm so sick of this saga. It all comes down to TK not having the... uh, Wavos. Thank you. Thank you. I was hoping you would say that mm-hmm. to uh, check egos, especially punks cut bait with everyone involved and focus on the future. Uh, there, there's still some more in here that I think you got to watch out for. Jericho is a clout vampire. Somebody said, Oh my goodness. I like that phrase. You might have to use that on somebody, right? I was thinking the same thing in my head. Sid's about to go for the TNT title. Someone said, uh, I thought Sean wanted to work with punk. Huh? You never, hey, listen, you guys might be calling some MMA one day. You never know, right next to him. Uh, Jericho is in his 50s, still acting like a high schooler instead of a grown, mature businessman. Woo, talk about he's a, the chicken. Uh, WCW 2000, well, if the Dark Order gets the kiss demon, it will be. Uh, Jericho's going to pull up. Let's mm, take it easy with that. <laughs> every time Punk returns, rumors come up. The e is right, though. Me and E have been talking about it every time. We we wait for it like clockwork now, Sean. We said, oh, good story came out about Punk. Can't wait to hear what Wrestling Observer Live says today. No, so, it, does, it does seem like they're throwing salt. It does seem like they're throwing salt. Well, you know, when you got a move called the Meltzer Driver, who would ever think that you're biased? I haven't heard them get a really low-score match in a long time from Uncle Dave. Why would they? Just saying. Yep. Just saying. Rob talking about hashtag fire them all. Tony ain't flushing all that money down. He's going to pick a side. 
Um, let's see here. AW needs to have two lines of people doing handshakes and apologies like at a kid's baseball game. Uh, Colt should be in the NWA. And the other problem is the Colt Cabana beef stems outside of uh, outside of the ring. So you, what are you going to tell CM Punk to say to him? Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing to say to him. Uh, Colt is wrestling Samoa Joe this Thursday on ROH. Wow, they gave him a match. What do you know? It only took a couple months. Uh, yo, how much is TK paying out the people that we haven't seen in months not due to injury? Mm. That, that's on TK. He might, he might have a clause in there that says it. Hey, I have a solution to all this. Main event, CM Punk versus Jeff Jarrett at <laughs> all in. Double J's going over. Um, I thought Cash has had the best thing to say on all of this, Sean, with these two tweets here. Um, we all need to do better to fix this situation. Everyone involved, no fingers pointed, no one is completely innocent. I respect everyone involved and want the best for AEW. I'm tired of this reading of reading negativity from both sides, fans and wrestlers. Real life is more important enough. I agree completely. Um, Dash Wheeler adds, um, Dax is one of the best people you could ever meet. Passionate about wrestling and family protective over his friends, especially when people don't know everything. He's not afraid to speak up and not uh, do it anonymously, honest to a fault. Yeah, I, I um Sounds a lot like Punk, too, when I've heard how he stuck up for other people when they're not the most popular person. That's not the cool thing to do at work. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, another picture of him saying it, I, I thought it was really good. Shout out to our friends at the Close Fist. Uh, actually, another Buffalo podcast, by the way. Show them some love. Listen, at the end of the day, you need to book a big match for All In. Oh, I don't know what you got to do. I don't know what you're going to do. But you need to book a big match. You need to cut the childish crap. And you know who I really have an issue with? It's not even all of these guys, too. It's the people who are saying that they won't work with them. It's the Jungle Boy liking tweets that are, CM Punk assaulted somebody. You assault people in the ring every day. Cut it out. Cut it out. Bobby Fish and Dax Harwood were throwing real punches at each other. Did you feel the same way? They should be fired because they assaulted someone? Cool out. Listen, you got a big show coming up. I'm holding no punches back. You got to sell this out. I don't care who it is. I don't care who you got. You need all hands on deck when it's time for a big show like this. I'm talking Sting, Danielson, Jade. Uh, every division, every person in here, if you are called upon, it is your time to shine. Go do your thing and make your legacy. Stop focusing on all of this old BS that comes along with it. I'm going to let Sean wrap it, then we're going to go to the comments, and then we're moving on. That's what it's all about. You know, for me, it's about being held accountable. You know what I'm saying? Hold yourself accountable. Be a man. Be a professional. At the end of the day, do you want to make money? Do you want to feed your family? Well, here's an opportunity. Put the petty crap aside. Move on, be an adult, and do the right thing. Uh, I see the wee-woo, wee-woos in the chat for Double J. Dad's got that Brett in him without the, them sunny days. Uh, Rob says, make money with someone else. Make new legit stars. Bucks have reached their ceilings, and Punk and Jericho have nothing relevant to contribute at this point that another legend can't, uh, another competent legend can't. Uh, I don't know if I agree. That's a lot of people you're giving up. I, I still think that these guys have star power and drawing power. It's just using it the right way and in the meantime making those other people, the other pillars, come up. 
Uh, whoa, Carl, we ain't getting into that. Uh, the King of the Mountain versus Best in the World, six stars. Punk versus Omega, all in, make it happen. That could sell it out, possibly by itself. We haven't had a good, we haven't had a good idea moment. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting it's there. It's coming. <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk a little. Or wait, do you want to get into this first, or do you want to get into the the little news things first? No, no, we can get into Cody first. Cody Rhodes. Oh, by the way, pause. We can get into Cody first. Pause. Play. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Joe Hollywood. Uh, Fightful had followed up from a report yesterday that while in Los Angeles for WrestleMania two weeks ago, Cody Rhodes met with several people in regards to possible acting roles in the near future. Further reports, there were discussion of Rhodes being interested in playing Johnny Cage in the upcoming Mortal Kombat film and taking a role in a Zelda film that is possibly going to be made. Oh! He took that breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cody, he's out in these streets. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser. I mean, the guy who wanted to buck the system, change the game, do his own thing, he's like John Cena 2.0. He's turning into John Cena 2.0. A regular old company man, aren't you, Cody? Why don't you throw some polka dots on while you're at it? Ooh, come on now. Come on now. Hey, rest in peace to the legend. At least he did it with class. Cody Rhodes is being a whore. But listen, Cody's out here trying oh, to. Whoa, his- don't, don't gloss over what I just said. Whore is not a bad word. Whore is a disrespectful word, but Cody Rhodes is being a whore. He's, Cody- am I, am I, am, comment on that. Hold on. I, I have to think deeply about this okay. because it's not it's not that simple. It's not simple. Think about it. I, what I'm saying is it seems like Cody's looking for an exit strategy. What are you doing getting into all these movies? Like, what's up with no, this? No, like, if these go well, you're obviously not sticking around. This has WWE written all over it. You think it's just a story to get people talking about Cody again? 100%. Because I've heard Miz wanted to play Johnny Cage as well. Um I don't hate the guy. If you're trying to get some bread, do your thing, man. I know he's a Zelda fan. I don't know if he's a Mortal Kombat guy. I've never heard him say that. Maybe someone else has. Uh, yeah, see, BJ just wrote, Miz needs to be Johnny Cage. He's, uh, he's only smoking mirrors. Cody Rhodes starring in Homelander, brother. Um, y'all terrible. Cody <laughs> Cody Midcart Rhodes, <laughs> terrible. And my soul, mid-card, mid-card, Cody Rhodes. I see Cody in a smoking in the bandit reboot as Snowman. <laughs> Yo, tripping. Uh, do you think Cody's got the chops to make it in Hollywood? No. Why not? He's a good-looking guy, but that's as far as it goes. I don't think he's going to be a – I don't think he's – I think he's going to be like a B-list, C-list kind of guy. And I, I think he needs to stick to wrestling and do his job. But I think Cody Rhodes is very distracted. I think he's blinded by the money, and he's proven himself that money rules him. Money, you know, all this loyalty stuff goes out the window when somebody throws a check at you. I think it's hard to say when he won't say why he really left AEW. Yeah, well, you know what? They you, don't can't, want- you can't talk all that, yeah, no, I'm proud of my time there, and rah, rah, rah. It ain't working on me, at least. I'm like, nah, say it. Say what you got to say, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just lost a lot of respect for him. I think he's a tremendous guy, but I, 
I would shake his hand, but I would shake his hand and say at the same time, like, bro, you you made a big mistake. You made a big mistake. BJ says Osprey did a live video saying he was going to change more of his style due to an injury, uh, that his run may not be long as he or anyone else had hoped. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Will Ospreay is back from shoulder surgery. Looks like he will be able to wrestle at Forbidden Door. This is going to be uh, wild times, we'll say. Wild times coming up. Um, Moving into some of the recent news. First, Impact Wrestling, baby, made a big sign-in. The former world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis from NWA, coming over to Impact Wrestling last night. Uh at the Rebellion show, showed up, inserted himself in the main event scene already. What do you think? Big, I think a big signing for Impact. I think Nick Aldis is one of the greatest practitioners of, world, of, of wrestling in the world today. And I think that's a major pickup for Impact. I don't think it'll make much difference for them, unfortunately. But I think as far as pay-per-view viewership, it'll help them. Um. He's a tremendous wrestling talent. Tremendous. Is it a fumble by WWE or a, well, AEW, I could see it being difficult because how many guys can you push at the same time and where's he going to line up? But is it a fumble by WWE? Um, It's a fumble, but it's a fumble I'm glad they made because they would have ruined him just like they're ruining others. So, you know, um, I'm glad Jay White didn't go. I'm glad Nick Aldis didn't go. Um... I'm glad Cody wrote. Oh, never mind. But anyway, at the end of the day, people, you know, just make their own decisions. And I think people realize that money is not everything, bro. Money is not everything. You know, can I live off $5 million? Yes. Can I live off $25 million? Yes. But that doesn't change the fact that I can live off $5 million. And $5 million plus being happy, that, you know, and not, and not selling out, I, I don't know, man. It means something to me. That's how I'm built. Doug said, I don't think Nick wanted to go to WWE. I don't know about that. I, I feel think like he wants to go to WWE. I think he would have, but I've heard that he's got an enemy. I don't know if it's Bruce or Trips, but those are the top rumored too. I think everybody wants to go to WWE, but some but people reconsider once they think about what they're gonna be losing, like their careers. Yeah, and and Mickey's out here too, still trying to to finish up her run. And I feel bad that she had she was injured and ended up not being able to uh, win the championship. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you don't want to know what happened at Rebellion, we give you about ten seconds to fast forward. But Diana Perazzo is your new Knockouts Women's Champion, and Macklin is the new uh, World Champion. I could see that being a match with Mickey and with all this having against them again. Um. Someone said Quill said they don't deserve Nick Aldis, period. Derek just hating, 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 bro. Hating. Uh, and lastly, we have uh, a story here with Rebecca Quinn now. Uh, blacked out everything. Uh, shout out to whoever screen caught yeah, this and then. Uh, but she's still Becky Lynch WWE, so let's not go too Well, I'm saying that the up top name is her real name now. Yeah, not and she went to, and this is the same thing Drew McIntyre did recently. Took everything off that mentioned WWE for the most part, and said, "I won't." And she wrote, "I won't be coming to Raw today." I need to know if something legitimate before somebody makes a move like that. I was very, very supportive of Sasha Banks and Naomi when they walked out, um, but that's after I got the facts. 
If you remember when that story broke, I said they were unprofessional because you should never walk out of work. But then I realized that they had a seriously significant reason why, and I stood in support of them. Um, I would need to know what Becky Lynch's gripe is before I can decide. I did hear some frustration in like interviews about like where Seth is kind of located. But that's not your business. See that I, I I've heard this. Well, same they're married. That that is your husband. I respect. And yes, I uh, listen. Believe me, I'm engaged. You're married. We get it. But, but what if Jay took the same stance that, he, uh, that, that, that you know, when, when he, in regards to Naomi or Jimmy in regards to Naomi? Like, I'm not saying turn your back on your family, family first, but we can, we can fight the system while continuing to do our jobs. Unless they did something to Seth that's uncorrigible, you know, now that is a possibility, no events. Like, Vince could have been like, yo, you know what? Uh, it could have even been that Raw After Mania moment in the ring where it was like, go out there, and then they were like, go to the back, you're done. Right. Right. Don't nobody want to work for the crustache, he said. I actually heard that she might have a, like some kind of minor I don't injury. Know. Okay. That's what uh, Matt Lopez reported. Oh, and we don't know what nice. it is. Nice. Okay. But um, yeah, things to, uh, things to keep an eye out for. But it's like all this drama, bro. Like, good lord what pro wrestling is and we're going to get on something from last week i don't know it might have happened right after we recorded or a little before but let's talk about your boy sean we're going back in the wayback machine we got to talk about brett the hitman Hart on the podcast making comments and this is the one i'm going to tell you now i'm gonna warn everybody i'm a little wishy-washy on Mm -hmm. a little wishy-washy with this You want to quote or me? Yeah, I took the last one. You take this one. Bret Hart, quote, says that I'm watching AEW and I'm watching who used to be Dean Ambrose sticking a fork in somebody's head for like five minutes with a close-up on TV. This isn't wrestling either. I would recommend turning all that off. I don't watch that stuff anymore. You know what I have to say to that? I agree 100%. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Hart, for speaking the gospel by God truth. My, I don't know what's going on with John Moxley. I am totally disappointed. Thank you. He spoke the gospel truth, bro. I can tell by your face you disagree. Uh, I love it. I don't. So, no, I told you I'm going to be really wishy-washy on this. Mm. I get that that style of wrestling is not everybody's cup of tea, but it's somebody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Moxley's still – Moxley's over. I, like I said, I'm not going to sit up here and be mad because he said something or did something that I don't like. It's the truth. Moxley's over with that stuff. It's just what he's known for. He's like the Mick Foley of AEW kind of. Right. And he does all that craziness. Um, what I found weird was Bret Hart's dad booked Abdullah the Butcher like every week in Stampede Wrestling. Yeah, it's a little con- contra- contradictory. I agree. Well, maybe Bret didn't like that either, though. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just like, uh, you grew up with this, though. Like, I'm sure back then people were saying the same thing. Well, get this guy out of here. He's just using a fork on people. Oh, ridiculous. I mean, wrestling was different back then. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, come on. Come on. It's the same thing. It's What's different about it? Oh, 
all I know is this. You have somebody like Bret Hart calling out John Moxley. You wonder what John Moxley might have to say in response, though. I think Moxley's going to chill out. He seemed annoyed that he even had to speak about the punk stuff for 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Brett didn't watch uh, Moxley pre-WWE, I guess. Uh, so Doug said, stop bleeding. <laughs> Hater versus Cargill for both titles could be the big money match. Uh, this is for all the years he was at WWE. It couldn't be who he wanted to be mm. with Mox. Yeah. Uh, this man never has anything positive about the business anymore. He's a cranky old man who acts like a cranky old man now. Uh, he said some good things about yeah, uh, the Bret Hart, the Bret Hart fans, you know, Punk and FTR. He said he likes what they do, but uh, I know Mick Foley. He's a jam up guy. He never hurt anyone, unlike Bill Goldberg. Uh, y'all better stop using that Bret Hart lingo. You know what else Bret always said? The WCW. He never said anywhere else. He'd be like, "Yeah, I'm here in the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, I'm here in the WCW. <laughs> the WCW brother." Anytime you hear a Bret Hart promo in WCW now, you're going to listen for it and hear it and just be like, think of me every time. Uh, at least Sean didn't lose the powder. <laughs> it was salt, BJ. It was salt. <laughs> there is a rumor, a rumor WWE could be bringing black, uh, blood back to TV. Only a rumor, though. Well, you know what? <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> you know what that means. That deadly Japanese salt. Y'all better cut it out. Fuji you know, is what, you know what it is, man. WrestleMania 9, man. They know what it is, that atrocity. I watched that paper, that match again. He got beat with by salt. Don't get me started, bro. Don't get me started. Check check out our two YouTube shorts that we got up, too. Got some good views on those bad boys. Oh. We're in that 1K territory of Sean going off about WrestleMania 9, and we got one with me and Derek doing the uh, bad booking bad booking. <laughs> uh, Brett doesn't need anything for wrestling, so why not tell the truth? That is also a point, because he ain't going to no company for a check. He doesn't care. Uh, oh, he likes the guys who praise him. Sounds egotistical to me. You know what? That's that's actually not a bad... I know you're being funny, but that's actually a pretty good assessment. That, that might be true. I love Brett, but that might be true. That, too, but they also wrestle that old style, too. Yeah. Like, that. they wrestle like it's the – Dude, CM Punk, Darby Allen is one, two, three kid Bret Hart from start to finish. If nobody's ever noticed it with a few variants. Right. Doug said, pocket sand. Huh. Can't just be saying things to pop the stock. Yeah, I never – listen, I don't trust anything WWE says, especially Nick Khan. Nah, nah, nah. The con man from Connecticut, he, he gets the side eye when he says stuff. Uh, Hubbard, question. How do you feel about the big rumor boxing card for uh, Saudi to have four top-ranked heavyweight boxers on one card in December? I actually was talking to Conrad about this off-air maybe about two weeks ago. I am so thrilled, thrilled with the idea of having major guys on a card for boxing instead of just the main event. Um, you got Garcia and Tank coming up. That's the only match that's going to be anything worth watching, unfortunately. But this, like, yes, it is the four top heavyweights in the world going to be on the same card. That is what it's all about. Bring back mega cards in boxing, for the love of God, please. I would not be opposed to uh, some mega cards. Uh, there it is, Sean. Thank you, brother, for the good idea quote. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hope Carlito and Chris Masters can go to AEW one day. I think their best years are behind them at this point. Even though Carlito looks amazing right now. 
Master, I think Masters does too. Yeah, I, actually, I think Masters said he helped get Carlito into that shape, right. gave him some advice. Uh, was it international salt only in WCW, my friend? There you an go. international object. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's insane. Does this really happen? It, I mean, it could. That's what it's all about, right there, Joel. I'm so excited about it. it's about time too because we need that. Boxing needs more than one match on a, a four match card. When you have six guys fighting each other who nobody knows and in the main event, you're very hesitant to spend, by the way, Conrad, 85 freaking dollars. AEW don't seem so bad now, do they? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm like, oh geez. Um two, we're gonna get to these two quick questions and then we're gonna we got we got two more Bret Hart quotes and then we'll finish up. Well, Sean, yeah. who's the best light heavyweight in boxing right now, Joel asks. Best light heavyweight has to be Canelo. He's a, he's he's a light he's a light heavyweight now. And do you want to see uh David Shakur? He impressed me in his last fight, but I have I have my doubts. I have my doubts. I'm saying it very low because I'm sad to say it. I have my doubts. There's something about that kid that scares me. I don't think he plays very good defense. And I and that concerns me about his future when he gets when he starts fighting the upper echelon fighters. Bret Hart also commented on something that I will now agree with. When I think of WWE, for example, and I see 20 wrestlers crowded together on the outside of the floor of the ring and some guys run over and dives over the top rope and knocks them all down like bowling pins, I really roll my eyes at how pathetic wrestling is today. Why is this man so mean sometimes in his words? What do you think, Sean? I Listen, there are spots that I hate. If you guys ever come on after a pay-per-view review, you do not know how annoyed I get when I see that spot that Brett talked about, Sean, and how annoyed I get when I see the uh, the what is it called the uh, where everybody like grabs apart and somebody's on the turnbuckle they're gonna suplex them. I'll grab your leg. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's corny to me. Like it was cool the first time I saw it. it was it called like the Tower of Doom or something like that? Yeah, yeah, the Tower of Doom. But like. It, like you said, it was cool the first time you saw it, and then it's not cool anymore. You know what else used to be cool? This is awesome, Chance. And then WWE fans have made it so, like, formulaic, like PEMDAS. Mm-hmm. If you're old head, you know what we're talking about. But, like, it's just like, oh, cool sequence of three moves. This is awesome. I'm like, bro, that used to be a Ring of Honor chant from, like, the New York City shows, the Philly shows, like, that was when you saw some really good stuff and you were like, yo, this is wrestling dog right here. This is yes, good stuff. Yes, now sir. it's just, oh, we say it in WWE. Yay. It just feels weird. That's all I'm saying. Yes, sir. Um, Bret Hart never watched Lucha Libre. <laughs> Y'all stop. Y'all see Daniel Garcia and RJ on Hey EW. Yes, I did. Daniel Garcia talked about things being so Buffalo and I agreed with him so 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 much with some of the stuff he was saying thank you matt tower of doom uh brett socialization has uh socialization is he was raised by Stu hart they had people screaming in their basements <laughs> that is true uh, at my age there are are things i'm tired of and then when i started shaking my fist at that spot is only good if they all fall and not hurt themselves uh conrad any news on fight forever Good Coming question. soon. Coming oh. soon. Uh, 
the getting back into the oh yes that's another one Matt eight nine he dives in at the last second stop doing it you do it too often it's not cool anymore or the hot tag from like the middle of the ring jumping in the air like you're a freaking gymnast yeah it's just what are we doing Hearing Bret Hart quotes makes me think of when you talked with your grandpa on the front porch about life and his upbringing. Wait, <laughs> so you'll agree when he's slamming WWE, but your bias is showing again, and that cluster die spot is one of the uh, four pillars of AEW programming, by the way. Wait a second. We're going back to this photo. Ooh, who's in here? That's a pillar. I see Ricochet. I see Big E, Riddle, get out of here. Stop the hate, all right? I know you're trying to rile me up. You ain't getting that. <laughs> Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Derek, if you don't get out of here. <laughs> uh, Brett doing Lucha arm drags according to 2K23. Ugh. Ugh. And, Sean, I'll let you have the last quote because I, I, I heard you saying this when I picked this one out. I really roll my eyes at how pathetic wrestling is today. It's WWE's pathetic. WWE's freaking pathetic. And yes, he is kind of like, a, I remember back in the day when I was. I, I'm getting a lot of that from him, but also there's some realness to it, though, because WWE is trash. And I think that's Bret Hart with 90% of what Bret Hart's talking about. I, I just feel like. Uh... Brett grew up in a, or came up, I should say, in a different time in pro wrestling. It's not how it was back then, where it was, uh, listen, we're going to go out here, we're going to wrestle a real match. We're going to entertain the people with a match. You got did anybody ever go to like a house show in 96? I did. 94? It wasn't, it's not like how it is, say, where this is big extravaganza. Bro, there was a ring set up and there was an entrance. Hit the music. You can see the music dude on the side with the CDs. Like, here we go. It was just the whole, yo, this is Brett the Hitman Hart in front of me. It wasn't, look at the lights. Look at the screen. Look at the Tron. It it was none of that. WWE Uh, changed Much simpler time. Much simpler time. Right? And uh, I get it, man. I get it. The I, I so with all of this stuff, I feel Brett to a certain degree. I also know that wrestlers today do try to protect themselves with my bias for how they uh take guys <laughs> to the outside. You're only biased about CM Punk, huh? You're only biased about CM Punk. Don't get me started on that either. I was more than fair today, all right. I admit it when he was wrong. What I won't accept is this cockamamie. BS from these reporters who are like, no, we're fair. No, you're not. I've watched your program. I hear how you talk about when CM Punk comes up, they do the <sighs> CM Punk in the news today. But when it's the elite, the elite are going to be on all elite access. Nobody cared. If I had said, if I had said CM Punk is dead wrong and the elite did nothing wrong. Yeah, that, that, that's bogus. That's bogus. Oh, no, but that's what the headlines read, though. Go go on Twitter. Go on Twitter. Just type CM Punk's name in. I hope he never comes back. You guys are acting like he did something totally bad. Have the same energy for Vince. Waste your time doing that, then. But instead, we're like, he punched someone. Bret Hart punched Vince in the face in 97. Nobody cared. We were like, he good. Was the, he was on, on his way out the door, though. 
Yeah, but we were like, good. It wasn't like, he assaulted him. He should never be in the business again. No, it was good. Vince probably deserved it for lying to him. You get what oh I'm saying? Like, come on. Come on with this. CM Punk should be fired. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Somebody said, check out Bret Hart Buried the World. That's like a 60-minute YouTube video, bro. I'm not listening to uh, old man says old man things. I bet Brett hates Ricochet versus Osprey. Listen, Vader squashed, I think, Osprey in the match after he said something bad about their match. <laughs> uh, also, when you're a dumb babyface trying to rally the crowd to get behind you instead of going after your opponent, it's that's wrestling stuff, though, too. Brett needs to do a back in my day. Bret Hart did do a podcast for a while. I don't know if you do you remember it, Sean? He had like four episodes that he was like, Yeah, I hate this. He's <laughs> like, I'm done. Bret Hart has the stupidest. Like, whatever this is, like, I never understood. Like, what does that even get a load of this? Let's get a load of the hitman. Oh my god, I love Brent. You did it though, didn't you? You did it. You walked around the house doing it. Don't lie. I I did. You know what I walked around the house doing? I walked around the house doing this. What's that? The Luger? Oh, that's inappropriate right there. (laughs) That's what I did. Bret Hart was like, Bret Hart would come to the ring. First of all, he got in the ring like a freaking moron. Why did he have to sit down on the ropes before he got into the ring? Like, that was stupid. I But see, I think he did all those things because you would remember. I remember every little thing Bret did. I could tell you the five moves of doom when Bret was about to set you up. It was that backbreaker, the elbow off the second row, the sharpshooter. Bret was really good, man. The more you talk, the more boring Bret Hart sounds. And I love Bret Hart. No, no, dude, I think it was just a different time. Brett was Brett is a technical wrestler. He would get into the ring, he'd say, There it is. Like you can read his lips. There it is. Like then he'd open his jacket. By the way, if you open your jacket and you're not the champion, it doesn't have the same effect. He'd open his jacket. I'm just looking at his tights. Like, what you don't have the belt anymore, you freaking stupid Canadian. Brett always gave the hey, I'm walking here pose. <laughs> Yo, y'all leave the hitman alone. <laughs> that was great. Who said that? BJ, that was BJ. fantastic. Hey, 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 I'm walking here. <laughs> That's exactly what I've been waiting for 20 years to figure out what it's called. Bret Hart's pose was, I'm walking here. <laughs> That's great. I, I feel like. I feel like this, Sean. I feel like new generation guys did a lot without having as much as others. No, but listen, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you see it? I'm walking here. <laughs> Sick. That is fantastic. BJM, comment of the night. Yes. I've been waiting 20 years to figure out what the hell he was doing. I'm walking here. <laughs> that is fantastic. I can't take it. I can't take it. That is tremendous. Oh, Conrad, would you laugh a little bit? Give me a break. I'm walking here. (laughs) I wish Brett didn't get hurt by Goldberg because more time in the ring and less time talking would have only helped my feelings on Brett, LOL. Oh, that's fantastic. But I I just don't think Brett's a... I just don't think Brett's old man that yells at uh, clouds either, though. I think Brett does have some honest opinions that I think would help people. 
right. and make wrestling a little bit better today. But listen, I've always said this, and in all these situations, it can be applied. There are two kinds of people in this world. You're either a Brett guy or you're a Sean guy. I'm a Sean. If, if, you, if you're about that bread, you're a Shawn Michaels guy. If you're about the moves and caring too much about wrestling, you're a no. Brett guy. Positively, E, you are a hater, bro. Good Lord, man. Jeez, you're a hater. <laughs> Why? Dolly, you are a hater. <laughs> Jeez. Don't worry. He gets his he gets his digs in at Sean and me all the time. Y'all leave HBK alone. Yeah, sure. HBK is trying to run stuff. I give breast comments today on today's product a four out of ten. That's a shot at Triple H. Wow. He said, yeah. Triple H is a four out of ten. I was like, geez. Bret Hart opens his jacket to the crowd and says, "This that real men wear pink." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like that one too. I know. I like. I love it. I love it. Brett. Brett is uh, uh good. If you could, uh, if you could, uh, wait. If you about that powder, uh, you a HBK guy? Wow! Wow! Good. Oh my! Shots fired. Yo, Rob always says this about me. He said Conrad is a Sean guy with Brett principles. Tell me I'm lying. Did Very you question? Did you do the dance? Which one, Sean's? Mm-hmm. You did the dance because I did the dance. I had the little red glasses with the hearts, bro. I used to be jamming. And I had the little gloves. H- the red gloves. HBK would get into the ring and just snap and entertain himself all by himself. He was the man. Sean is the man. I bro. forgot which one of the click members said it, but they were like, you guys think that Sean's kidding. That's how he really dances. And yeah, it was like, like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. E, if you're being salty or taking L from salt, you're a bread guy. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. That was pretty good, too. Oh, you guys are great. Don't uh, worry. He's going to make me cry when he starts dissing Sean because there's some stuff that I can't even say nothing about. I'm just like, yeah, that's it. Nah, chill out on some respect on Bret Hart name. And we love this aunt, aunt won't stop. My guy, I love Bret Hart, bro. But but listen. <laughs> you got to laugh at some of this stuff sometimes, listen. right? I've been looking for a name for this for 25 years, bro. I've been looking for a name for this because I never understood it. Like, I, it was cool. See, let me maybe I should leave with that too, Conrad. It was freaking cool. I'm not saying it wasn't cool. I just didn't understand what he was doing. Like, did you think, like, honestly, can I, real talk. I'm, I'm going to calm down for a second. I'm walking here. Makes sense. I'm walking here. That actually... I'm about to make E-Man. And you know what they said at WrestleMania 12, too? Get him out my ring. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, now, Shawn, now, Shawn Michaels was wrong for that, bro. Yeah, Shawn, oh, 100%. Bro, dude, I'm not surprised that people wanted Shawn beat up back in the day. Like, I'm not – I if I if I was a wrestler back then, I probably would have tried to beat Shawn up if he messed with me. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, dude, we know you can't fight. You don't have too many dubs. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um. He was wrong for that, yeah. But listen, we had a lot of agreements, disagreements with tonight. And fun. But it was it was fun though, right? That's what this is all about. Having fun, talking pro wrestling with my peeps, spreading the word. Stop doing that. I'm walking here, Sean. We uh we enjoy all of this. Uh Sean, did you promote everything you needed to for this podcast? I am very excited. I am dro- I've been talking about it for weeks. I am dropping the official tank. Versus Garcia preview show this Friday 
night. I am extremely fired up about it. Make sure you come by Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Subscribe and show some love right after SmackDown goes off the air. I will be doing an in-depth analysis of Tank versus Garcia, the biggest single fight. Shout out to ML for pointing out that the four biggest heavyweights in the world are going to be fighting on a different card. But the biggest single fight of 2023, Garcia versus Tank Devis. The uh, full coverage is right here on Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Much appreciated. And Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. <laughs> Derek, get the pink Himalayan salt out for Sean. Oh, no. See? See? <laughs> See? Oh, my God. I'm walking here. <laughs> now you got quills saying, hey, I'm walking here. Quills, I appreciate that, brother. That was a lot. Yo, who said that again? BJ. BJ. God bless you, bro. Listen, McKinney's in here. McKinney, we love having you here, brother. We love you guys. Uh, thank you for joining this uh, this Scotty Pippen episode of uh, Clash of the Podcast. <laughs> Yo, he's still doing it. Stop shaking your hands like Bret Hart. Thank you for joining us. For myself, my tag team partner, Sean Hubbard of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. We are out of here. Leave him with one last one, Sean. I'm walking here!